Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Mike Claiborne joins us as he does every Tuesday, and he is in studio. We always love having our guy in, us in studio. Good to see you, man. It's better to be seen in view. <laughs> to it really here. is. And you were explaining to me why you didn't make a Denver trip, and I totally well, get it. You know what? I think it's a beautiful city. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the weather is so dicey at this time of the year. You'd rather say, you know what? There'll be another time that'll be, you know, it'll be more important. So, a little warmer. Uh, a little warmer. Yeah. You know, I've been out there when it was snowing. And, you know, they were like, oh, we're going to play. Oh, oh, we are? <laughs> <laughs> you know something I don't know. But it's a great town. But, uh, you know, maybe I'll see him in postseason. Oh, one, of the, one of the great things about that Cardinal equipment staff is that they're willing to share the big coats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what? That's the thing. Like, their job is so much harder because they have to haul so much more equipment now than they used to. Like a third jersey. You know, you mm-hmm. play out in uh, on Saturday, that victory blue. You have to take all of that. Hmm. Our equipment staff might be as good as anybody. They've been together for a long time. Uh, they're very well organized, and uh, we're very fortunate because I, I think that's one of the hardest jobs in sports. No doubt. And the best guys, too. The, the, the Cardinals, over the years, have, whether it was Buddy Bates or Rip Butch Rowan, Yachtman, Butch go back Yachtman, to him, all yeah. the way to Butch, yeah. Whose last game, by the way, was the 1982 World Series Game 7. Uh, he, oh, really? He, he ended on a championship, yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, they, they've just had a great group over the years, and, and uh, Mark, Mark Walsh and his, and his staff Andy now are incredible. Everybody, they, they do a phenomenal job. Yeah. Uh, so what did you think of last night, Michael? Well, it was different. <laughs> I, guess, I think we can start with that. Uh, I like that. You said something earlier. That game kind of got out of hand so quickly that I think, you know, you're kind of looking around like, wait a minute, did that just happen? And we saw something that I had I have seen even in spring training. They were a little sloppy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, defensively, they were really good in the spring. I mean, the errors that I saw and even the mental errors were from guys who were wearing 94 on their back. I mean, the, the regulars were really sharp. And, you know, one of the things about Ali Marmol and his staff, they, they are detailed people. I mean, even in the workouts and the drills, they are very detailed they, they try and prepare for virtually everything, but every now and then you're going to have a night like that, and there's nothing you can do about it mm-hmm. but, but turn the page because you know you're better than what, what you saw last night. So, you know what? You'll learn from it, and you move on. So what did you make of the seventh inning? Especially we got to see that new rule int- implemented with how quickly things mm-hmm. can go, especially with the replay situation. What did you think? Because, I, I mean, watching Valley, they didn't have the greatest I think replay with, of that. I, I think that you make a good point. We didn't have a replay. And, you know, MLB has, when you go to New York, they've got a room. I think they threw like $50 million in it. And you get a chance to, they let you come up and you can sit in a seat and they let you do dial up the replay. And you realize how quick it is. And I think that maybe they somebody didn't remember, we got a shorter fuse here to work with. Uh, Chad Blair does a phenomenal job. He's our video coordinator. And, I mean, he is so on those things. But, you know, it, it, things happen so quickly. And, you know, you have to give the umpires credit, too. I mean, they, they are doing a really good job implementing these rules to the letter. But I just think, again, it was one of those things that got away. And I'm sure they talked about it afterwards and said, all right, now we know. Uh, and we'll be better next time. Clive, what are your thoughts about the starting pitching so far? 
Well, if we can get one to get to the seventh inning, I'd really like it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's been it's a head scratcher. But when you look around baseball, with the exception of Sandy Alcantara, who apparently thinks this is July, where he had a, a complete game three hitter the yeah. other night in less than two hours, everybody else is struggling. And you know, it's amazing how this pitch count gets so high so quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had a guy last night who had 92 pitches in less than five innings or right. less than six innings. I mean, we've seen guys that had 92 pitches and weren't, wasn't, they weren't even out of breath right. in the eighth inning. I, I don't know where this has come from other than the fact that guys are good at fouling balls off. You have guys who really want to bear down on the strikeout. And, you know, when you have a defense like the Cardinals, man, let them hit it. You know, there's a good chance somebody's going to catch it. Mm-hmm. Now, in that ballpark, that, that's a huge yeah. ballpark. A lot of real estate to cover. So you play a little differently defensively. But, you know, the, the concern is that we burn up a lot of pitches early. You know, we have a lot of 20, 25-pitch innings, and all of a sudden it adds up. But we've got to get some people to the seventh inning. If not, this bullpen will be done by by Mother's Day. And, Mike, to because your point. Because they're pitching too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You remember – Joe Coleman, the pitchers would say, the only thing he ever said, he was a Joe Torrey's pitching coach for Joe's first couple of years here. He'd walk out to the mound, he'd say, trust your stuff. And then turn around and walk back. Just trust your stuff. Yeah. That was it. But I, I look at Flaherty, who gets first pitch strikes, gets mm-hmm. guys 1-2, 0-2, oh, and then he doesn't try to bury him in the zone. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I think that's not just to him. I think Miles Michaelis has that problem. Well, and I don't know. I know you're trying to get guys out on balls, but I think they're going overboard. I, I agree. I think that we love to see a guy chase a bad pitch. Hey, just throw a strike that he can't hit. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that that works also because once you start trying to get him to chase something, and this this chase rate is is a newfangled analytic that everybody is obsessed with. Um, Everybody wants to see a guy chase a pitch out of the zone. Hey, listen, throw one down the way or down and in, and either he's going to foul it off or miss it, mm-hmm. and if you can catch a corner, you're going to be all right. And like you said, even if even if you get a little too much of the plate, trust your defense. Exactly. I mean, because remember, if he gets if it catches just enough of the plate and he hits it, he's going to hit it off the end of the bat. It's not going to create damage. And that's the thing you just want to stay away from. You throw a middle end now you're asking for it. But if you throw it middle uh, middle away, and he's reaching for it, he's going to hit it off the end of the bat, and it's going to probably be a slow roller to somebody on the infield. Yeah. So what what do you think about how you can kind of right this ship with the starting rotation moving forward? Because, look, I mean, we this is the big thing. You have your frustrations, but what are you going to do? You can't move guys yeah. around. This is the starting rotation that you have. This is the cards you've been dealt. Yeah. Uh, you know what, Brooke? I think you probably – Talk about it a little bit more amongst guys and just see, you know, you can watch all the video you want, but I think guys have to have a mindset on what the approach is going to be. You know, do we scale it back where we don't need guys chasing? Let's let's let them put it in play. Or do we still keep pounding the low part of the strike zone? Now, with that, you better make sure you have an umpire who understands the low part of the strike zone. And, and I think what we've seen, not just with the Cardinals, but with some other pitchers, if they don't get that low strike, and I'll give you a good example, Dakota Hudson, he could not get that low strike from umpires, so what did he do? Bring it up. And what happens? He gets hit, or it's a walk. And we see other guys that do that. Uh, and if you have umpires who don't give you that pitch, and like with, with Flaherty, he's got a really tight slider that has real late action on it, and umpires will give up on that pitch, as do hitters, 
But it's a strike when it's all said and done, but they've given up on it. That's a ball. And when you don't get that pitch, I always talk about what your plan B is going to be. Because if you're not getting that pitch, do you stay with it? Or do you try and come up with something that you don't have confidence in? Because the, the problem with a lot of pitchers, if you don't have convictions with that pitch you're going to throw, it's probably not going to end well for you. Because if you don't want to throw it, then you just half-ass throw it, then it's going to go a long way. Clay, you talked about approach, and one person's approach that has been pretty good this year so far is Jordan Walker. What have you seen from this young man, and how much longer do I have to watch him batting in the seventh and eighth hole? I, I'm, I'm tired of it already. I'm sick of that already. You want to set the ballpark on fire? Hey, let's right? move okay. him up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a good question. I think if you were struggling more in the top of the order, you probably okay. would give him a look. Because I always thought, I said, man, what a great number two hitter he'd be. Mm-hmm. Hitting, hitting in front of Goldschmidt. Yes. Mm, danger in the tool. There you go. And then if you get a good base runner on, ba- on base in front of him, guess what? He's going to see a lot more fastballs. Mm-hmm. For a guy who's hitting breaking balls, unlike anybody I've ever seen at that age, that's what you normally get guys out with. Right. And he's like, oh, I can wait for it. Yep. Yeah, I don't have to. I don't, you know, he's so, he's so confident, not in an arrogant way. He's so confident that he can catch a fastball that he doesn't even worry about that. You know, most people say, you know, look for the fastball first and yeah. then adjust. He's like, oh, I already have that figured out. I'm going to yeah. try and work on something down and in or down and away. And, and he's and the fact that he hits line drives. Yes. You know, he's not that guy that has that light tower power where he goes mm-hmm. a mile high in the air because he's got that great uppercut swing. He's hitting, he's staying down on the hitting line drives, and that's what's fascinating when you, when you watch him play. Kind of, the, it, there's no comp here, but in the way the ball travels, like you're talking about it, like Jack Clark. Yeah. yeah. Right? That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Jack Clark was a line drive hitter. Uh, but you just don't see it because, you, you know what, I don't think they teach it like that anymore. You know, when It's you all go launch these, angle, right? Yeah, launch angle. And, you know, they have a guru for just about everybody now. Every American, there's a hitting instructor for you somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen it like this before. And everybody's got a video or YouTube or TikTok. And, of course, you have parents who think, you know, they can they can teach you. I, I'll yep. tell you a quick story about a parent. The name the, the player should go nameless because he plays. <laughs> Bill Madlock, you remember Mad Dog, mm-hmm. three time batting champion. The guy struck out one year like twenty eight times. Mm. I mean, this guy could flat out rake. So he's giving hitting instructions to this guy, right? Good player. His dad is there with him, and every time Mad Dog would tell him, "Well, you know, you want to do this, you want to do it," then his dad would jump in. So Mad Dog had about enough of this, right? So he says to him, he said, hey, listen, you know, when this is over, why don't, why don't we figure out a night where we can have dinner in each other's house? And, and the parent was like, well, okay. Any particular reason why? He said, yeah, because I want you to come to my house and see my, my, my batting champion trophies, and then we'll come to your house and see how many you have. So needless to say, that relationship ended, but everybody thinks they can do it. Yes. And unfortunately, they can't. I, I deal with that often. I, I'm sure you do. I, I, I have a lot of yeah. people. Yeah, I told my kids. I, I I read a book, Football for Dummies. That's how I got this head coaching job. So you know, now you read it twice. That's why they made you head there coach. You go. You know? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. I know how it works. Uh-huh. Claims 2019, April 6th, 7th, and 8th. Dodgers at Colorado. The game times were 3:52 in the first oh. game, 3:19 in the second game, 3:52 in the third game. Last night, the Cardinals and Rockies play a game. The last two minutes, two hours and sixteen minutes. Love it. It's unbelievable Love it. what this pitch clock has done. I think it's the greatest innovation in sports. When you think about rules that have been implemented in different sports, 
I mean, I, I think the only th- other rule is when they move the hash marks in in football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Bob Hayes was killing every cornerback out there. When they had when they let him go out to the wide side of the field, there wasn't a cornerback alive other than Night Train Lane that could have stopped Bob Hayes. So they were like, well, we don't have any other corner. Let's move the hash marks in and create a balanced field. That's the only other rule, I think, in sports has had such an impact on the game. Uh, this, this pitch clock is the greatest thing ever for me. I love it. I it- mean, because the games are crisp. Everybody's focused. Uh, and you got to play. I think the games have been much easier to watch mm-hmm. from an efficiency standpoint where the games aren't sloppy. And you don't even have to be a good team. I mean, you know, even the bad teams look better. And I, mm-hmm. I, I just think it's been great. Uh, I know there's still some that fight it. And they can go in the corner and fight by themselves as far as I'm concerned <laughs> because I think this thing has been great for the game. Uh, Vince Gill. Vince Gill, there yeah, you go. Right. Talking about the Eagles and their new tour. I, I think he has been the ultimate <laughs> lifesaver for that band. With the, the passing yeah, of Glenn yeah. Fry a few years Plus, ago. He can he can play, man. He's a really good guitar player, very versatile. I, I he's yeah, I, I really enjoy watching him. I'm glad that you've been out to catch some music. Oh yeah. And man, I'm, I'm, we'll we'll get the word out there right now to the powers that be here at one oh one ESPN. Mike Claiborne needs a couple of Eric Clapton tickets and we'll work on that for you. Never him. know when I'm gonna see him again. You know, when these guys they get to an age where you you know, they walk away from it. Mm-hmm. And then they realize they can make a lot more money and they come back. So mm-hmm. I, you know and you know, when you <laughs> get to a certain age and Kerry and Brooke, you guys aren't there yet. But when you get over 50, everybody's younger. For instance, when Prince Philip passed last last year, he's only 99? Oh, my goodness, there must have been something wrong with him. He couldn't have been, you know, it couldn't have been age. I mean, you know, so I'm kind of like that person. So I, I enjoy watching the seniors perform uh, because I don't see anything on the horizon that attracts me as much. They can, they can do it, absolutely. No, there's not there's not any new age artists that you like? See, I love musicians who can flat out play and mm. without the technical enhancements that we have mm. today. And, yeah. th- and that's what separates the great musicians from what we see. And I'm not saying there aren't some guys out there who can play, but, you know, all of these guys, there's so many things that can trick up a band uh, to the point where you're saying, well, he's really, he's really not playing as well as maybe such and such. So um, you got somebody you want me to check out? Leon Bridges. Okay. And Chris Stapleton. Oh, Those Chris are like Stapleton. Two are my yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's yeah. legit. That's our guy. Yeah. He's country, but I That's mean, right. he's I like really good. Yeah, no, yeah. he can play. No, I agree with you on that one. And what's the other guy? Leon Bridges. Leon Bridges. All really, right. really good. He also came here, I think, over to that out... Um, it's part of Centene Community Ice Center. They like actually like turn that mm-hmm. into a concert. The amphitheater, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he came and performed there. It was amazing. All Good right, know. duly noted. Yes, on my list. All right, we have two Golden State Warrior fans here. I know there's a lot of <laughs> Laker fans listening. So I mentioned- I, I'm originally a Laker fan, and I have a card, but I put my card on hi- hiatus <laughs> until until they do something with. Uh, their general manager, the guy who got magic. Palinka, Palinka, yeah, Rob Palinka. I remember him when he was playing in Michigan. Uh, that's a mess. It's a collection of players. There's no real future. They've for, they've you know given up their draft choices. They made some bad free agent signings. Uh, it's just not. It's not my Lakers of old. Most people, I, I got family in L.A. I got friends that are are lifelong Laker fans, mm-hmm. and they can't watch this 
version it's hard for me to of watch, the Lakers man. because of what you just said. Yeah. It's not it's not what they grew up on. No. It's not the the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000 Lakers where you had homegrown talent. You had guys that were drafted well, there. Well, if you made a trade, it was a good one. It was, yeah, it was guys yeah. that you really thought were, were Lakers. Yeah, and exactly. It's, it's much different now. Well, you know what? I, part of it is, and I didn't even realize this, and I know that uh, the, the HBO Doc, when the, the HBO miniseries was accurate in that it is a mom and pop operation. Yep, mm-hmm. it's yeah. not like this big corporate no, situation. They, and the bus families prob- kept this thing. Yeah, remember when Jeannie got rid of her brother? Yeah, yeah right. He, he, <laughs> let me tell you something. He almost ran that thing off a cliff. Yeah, he was a disaster, and she got rid of him, and she came back, and well, I don't, I don't know. It, it's it's hard for me to to deal with them. So I move up the road a little bit, and here come the Golden State Warriors, who, who to me, feature, in my opinion, the most influential basketball player of our time, mm. Stephen Curry. I and agree. here's why. When you watch the college basketball games today, you would never have thought about a guy taking a 35-foot yep. jump shot. Yep. Okay? You never thought about guys who handle the ball like he, like he does, that be a Curry, and the impact he's had on guys who, Less than six foot five. Mm-hmm. And I don't know anybody else because, you know, you can say there's more people who would aspire to be Stephen Curry than LeBron James mm-hmm. because of, you know, we don't know that many people that are six foot eight and 270 pounds that can right. run over people. But I know a lot of guys that are six foot two, six foot three, six foot four who have decided I'm going to learn how to shoot a jump shot. Yes. I'm going to learn how to make an entry pass. From a fundamental standpoint, he's had the most impact on the game of basketball at all levels. I think it would be three players that come to mind. Michael Jordan, yeah. Allen Iverson, which with, with how he carried himself and, and really changed. Yeah. They changed the culture of how way, carrying, people dress. You talking about dribbling too? Because he was carrying it. He was pulling it virtually every time. And, and Steph Curry. I think those three people yeah. really have, have changed the landscape of basketball as we know it and and Steph as you said one of the greatest players to to play the game and potentially has they have in my opinion the best track to go and make it to the I Western Conference finals yeah. and potentially to the finals. And by the way, you have a young son so you watch kids practice and uh, that's one thing it you, drives me crazy. You, you but but you <laughs> that's the one thing is is, people, that, is that daddy or daddy coach talking that, over that, here? That's, that's coach yeah. Davis. Okay. I had to tell my son the difference when we get to practice. I'm coach Davis, don't call me dad. But kids can practice what Steph did, you you can yes. yeah, you know, you're the, right. The, 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 Michael and and Iverson were cultural changers, yeah. so kids could dress like those guys. Yeah. But in terms of playing the game, the kids can try to play the game like Steph, mm-hmm. you, and like you said, you couldn't try to play the game like Shaq or like yeah. like uh, LeBron. But now we're going to see uh, the, this generation, the, the, this generation that's coming to college now. And the one and duns, we're going to see so many thirty-five foot three three tries. Yeah. It's going to be, and they're going to hit them. That's yeah, the difference. That, that's because you know there was a time when you say, no, 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 great shot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? yeah. Yeah. Now you have coaches that now have they condone it. Who was the guy from uh, in the tournament who said, "Well, we practice that play all the time." Remember when he hit that one just inside the timeline? No, uh, um, I, I know he's. I can't. I can't. I Maybe can't it was Kansas Noel. say, yeah, yeah, no way, yeah, yeah. He said we practice that all the time. Yeah, yeah, you know that was a time if you tried that shot in practice, you start running laps, <laughs> right? Yeah, you just start running. You know, let you think uh, about why you took that shot, even if it went in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, don't try this at home is what yeah. they used to say. Yeah. Yeah. So, Claves, uh, we got a couple minutes left. I want you. My two partners here are kind of on the ledge, ready to jump. Mm-hmm. 
You and I have seen some bad starts. We've seen some bad oh, finishes. Yeah, I was yeah, here. I, yeah. I, I want to give you some stats. You you remember September of '06? But I'll, I, I I love these stats because it just, it just brings back good memories. September of nineteenth to twenty eighth, two thousand six, the World Champion Cardinals. Oh man, yeah, they yeah. go two and eight, and they had games in that ten game stretch where they allowed six, six, seven, seven, six, seven, and nine runs. Uh, let me tell you, I remember that. Remember we went to Houston. You mm-hmm. just got overrun. Yeah. Okay. Thumped. I'm saying to myself, okay, I can start planning a vacation now. <laughs> yep. And and I learned my lesson because I planned a vacation and then we get in on the last day. And now I said, well, we got to play San Diego. They got Jake Peavy going. They're a pretty good team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm going to write it in pencil. Then all of a sudden we beat them and then we go to New York. Ronnie I'm like, Belliard oh, man, makes we got a play. Beltran and he kills us no matter what uniform he's in. And then all of a sudden, you know, he looks at that curveball from Adam, Adam Wainwright and I'm like, you know, I think we're going to the World Series. <laughs> I think I'm going to just cancel everything. And I didn't go on vacation until November was the best decision. So every year I got a whole month of October and early November I just leave open. Smart. Just in case. Just, you, you never know. <laughs> Tony had the greatest line before they played the Mets. He said, we're dealing with Beltron, who's 11 for 10 against us. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, he, could, he just murdered the Cardinals. <laughs> man. It, was, it was, you know, when you think about Cardinal killers, he stands at the top of the list. This been some other guys over the years but for some reason he just did it in such an elegant manner it was like oh yeah. yes i'm gonna hit in the three run home and just be so <laughs> nice about it what what a fascinating and what a good player hall of fame worthy in my opinion yeah. i so, know he got jammed up on that other stuff but they put some other guys in that probably did even worse but just an elegant gentleman mm-hmm. when he was the cardinal and uh just one of my favorite players. What do we got on Claves Online right now? Oh, we have Rick Hummel. He came out with a new column on what's up with the Cardinals. You want to check that out? Uh, you know, we've got this thing called a two-man game with uh, Matt Rocky over mm-hmm. here and Bob Ramsey. They'll be getting the NBA season up and running, the postseason. Uh, you know, Joe Roderick and I do our thing every Monday. We lunch with Claves and Joe. And um, we got a few other things we'll try and get slip in during the course of the week. Talk, talking about the draft a little bit, as if anybody cares in St. Louis about the draft. Um, so <laughs> we be got, our Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, that we, those are some of the things we have, but we do a whole lot of baseball coverage. And the commission now have a podcast on Thursday that we'll drop as well. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Michael. Great to see everybody. Have a great uh, – and you guys, it's going to be okay. All right? Don't worry. We're, we're, we're only in on. April. Okay, yes. we'll, we'll keep it in park. Wait until June 14th, fly <laughs> there. You go. If you start to see me sweat, Clay, it's on. Yeah. All right. 51 hits by three starters and 29 earned runs. Carrie, put the numbers in your pocket, okay. bro. Don't worry about Just it. Stuff it away and keep yes. it there until... Listen, I'm, here to, I'm here to help. Okay. It'll be okay. All right. Two numbers, one and seven. John Tudor did it. Chris Carpenter did it. And the Cardinals went to the World Series both there years. You go. Started All off right. one and seven.